Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. It's me again, Chingai, with my co-host, Patty. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Um, apologies in advance, guys. We recorded this on a Wednesday morning after a crazy weekend. So crazy that A, I haven't edited our last episode. <laughs> and B, um, I'm going to be silent for half this podcast because I only watch half the movies. I think this is the first time ever, ever that I haven't been able to see all, all, all. I mean, I'll watch them after the fact, but yeah, sorry. Are it's you been sure crazy. you want to do that, Patty? Because you really didn't <laughs> miss much, even if you missed half the movies this week. Uh, it, it, there's not a lot to say about it, but you know what? We've reached week nine of our annual Christmas oh movie reviews. We, we've hit the, the finish line. I can't believe it. Um, was it the best end to a pretty good run? No. Oh, and no. yes. <laughs> Before we get to why this was a good week. Let's just breeze through the naughties for this week. Let's start with five more minutes, moments like these. This was from Miracles of Christmas, starring Ashley Williams and Lucas Bryant. <sighs> the second Christmas story, inspired by Scotty McCreary's song, Five More Minutes, a young widow's Christmas wish for her son is answered in unexpected ways when she returns to their old Home. So, Patty, I'm going to be telling you about why you shouldn't watch this movie. We love Ashley Williams. And I think you like Lucas Bryant. He was the guy with a with the apron before, right? I do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't share your sentiments about him. But, okay, Ashley Williams is great. I think she does well in comedies. Mm. And this being a Miracles of Christmas movie was not a comedy. It was about a, a mom with a dead husband who died in a car crash. It was pretty, it wasn't graphic, but it was like they didn't have to show the actual crash. And then ghosts start popping up, like in the form of like neighborly people. So these, these like, I guess it's her husband in, in human form, in different human <laughs> forms, and they, they interact with the son. So oh. the son is the central character here, I guess. And, you know, it, it, it's a kid movie, so mm, mm, no. Oh, Lucas no. Bryan never does it for me, but oh, no. I think, okay, the good thing about this movie, I didn't even talk about the story because I was barely watching it. <laughs> the good thing about this movie is that uh, Lucas Bryan actually plays like a builder or architect, and he has a boss, okay? Oh. And his boss is the pastor from When Calls the Heart who showed up <laughs> and you love. Is he hot yeah. again? He is. Okay. He actually is. And so, you know what? Spend five minutes on five more minutes okay. just watching Mr. Pastor Architect. And I hope that they stop making movies based on Scott McCreary's song because... <sighs> I, I feel like this is their new Godwink though. It is. And they, they even have those like uh, sound Ding. effects. Yes. Oh, Jesus. So, Literally. yeah, they got rid oh, of Godwink, but... <laughs> <laughs> they okay. got rid of Godwink, but uh, five more minutes looks like it's here to stay. I mean, if they were able to turn around Time for X to come home thanks to Tyler Hines this year, I'm kind of having hopes for this five more minutes thing. It's super sad, but maybe they're testing out this Day Spring franchise with Zaddy and Nikki Deloach because 
Nikki Deloach did start the Five More Minutes franchise last year, and that was mm-hmm. about grief as well. And now we have a new grief movie via Dayspring. Who knows? I Maybe mean, it'll is be Nikki Deloach going to be the flag bearer for grief? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> what she does will twenty twenty three bring? I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. I did watch some other movies this week, guys. I promise. I managed to catch Holiday Heritage on Countdown to Christmas, starring Lindy Greenwood, Brooks Darnell, and Holly Robinson. Pete again. Ella returns her hometown to mend fences with her fractured family. With the help of Griffin, her ex-boyfriend, she encourages her family to celebrate Christmas and Kwanzaa and to heal their past wounds before it's too late. This was not as worse as All Saints Christmas. And I guess, Chingai, maybe you can tell me whether all the movies this week were as worse as All Saints, but I didn't think so for this one, at least. In fact, I found the girl in this movie to be very pretty. Brooks Darnell, we've seen him in so many other movies as well. And they were okay. I think my one pet peeve about this movie is Holly Robinson. Just kidding. She was okay. She wasn't bad. She wasn't bad. I think what bothered me about this movie is that they've managed to make me fall in love with Hanukkah movies. Hallmark, I mean, as a channel. And I was kind of looking forward to, okay, give me that Kwanzaa movie that I have no idea what Kwanzaa is about. And I was hoping that I would be singing the Kwanzaa song the way I sing the Hanukkah song whenever it comes out now. I memorize the Hanukkah song now. We'll get more into that later. But the people weren't bad to look at. I got a Kwanzaa lesson, but I wasn't into it. I didn't honestly understand the story. I watched it. I was like, what's going on? I, I, it just wasn't for me. I have nothing. It wasn't horrific. But it wasn't good either. So I guess like limbo list, it's not quite naughty. Definitely not nice. I mean, I think Holly Robinson Pete is improving. <laughs> <laughs> if we're grading on a curve. Yeah. Um, um I I found a thread on this on Reddit and my, my source of all inf- all Hallmark information. And uh, there was a discussion on how Kwanzaa can be quite a problematic holiday Mm. because of the person who started it. Um, He's actually like a a known abuser and a pretty violent person. Yeah. And so I don't know if this was the best thing. Like, it's not for me to say, but like, I mean, it, it just felt like they were ticking off another thing on the diversity checklist, maybe. But I mean, I'm glad that it wasn't bad. And it was a generation story, but, you know, coming off of that thread, then I'm not so sure. Oh, no. Well, Mm -hmm. thank you for uh, letting me know about the uh, problematic, oof, will this get a franchise? We don't know. I hope Hallmark listens. And as we know now, Hallmark does listen, kind of. So I guess let's move on then. Yeah. So the the other movie that you didn't see was <laughs> Twas the Night Before Christmas starring Tori DeVito and Zane Holtz. A former actress trying to break into directing tests her skills with a Christmas Eve courtroom production in which the true authorship of the famous poem A Visit from St. Nick is debated. Talk about high concept, Patty. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So she's trying to stage this, this play... And she gets her former co-star, who to me is just like the smarmiest looking guy. I I don't like Zane Holtz. I, I don't know. Oh. As an actor in this, um, it I like Tori DeVito. I, I 
felt that she was bringing a lot of fresh energy into something like Victorian cosplay. And yet, uh. yeah, it, it, she was, I felt like she was pulling all the weight in this movie. And the other thing about this movie, which is based on a book, The Trial of St. Nicholas, uh, is that, yeah, so, so they're doing the production because actually it is debated who wrote the poem. Ghosts pop up. Ghosts of the two authors who were ru- are <laughs> rumored to be the real authors. They go into a debate on stage, and everyone thinks they're cosplaying, but they're the actual. They're the actual writers of. The, they're the actual poets. So that's that's kind of like a big thing <laughs> yeah. to swallow. So like I, I mean, how can I focus on the romance? When all this is happening, I mean, it. All, I'm all for magical realism now that Hallmark has shown us that they can do it well. And I think this could have been okay if it wasn't just such a big, big thing. Like, they could have gone full-on comedy and just made this, like, a laughable thing. But but there was, there, I think there was an attempt to bring gravitas into, into the movie and into the story, which was just silly and idiotic to begin with. So, and, and I have issue with the actor because he just feels like a greasy soap opera dude. Oh, mm. oh yeah. man. That's, yeah, it was a lot. That's too bad. And because I didn't watch it, I have nothing to say. But it's just sad because, like, we know Hallmark does magical realism and they can do it to a good degree. So it's disappointing to see these instances. But... My... S- my suggestion for this, since Hallmark does listen, is um, they could have put Ryan Pavey because he did A Timeless Christmas really well. And so if he was the guy, and he he did play like a soap star. Yeah. So yeah, if, if they could have put him in, then I think this would have been heaps better well, anyway. I mean, we could exchange him for his movie with Brooke Dearsay. But anyway, we'll be back because it wasn't all is lost for this week. As always, there was a one bright shining beacon, which we'll talk about when we're back on But Make It Home. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and with my co-host Chingai. Chingai, we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. And about to Talk about our last movie that honestly saved this week. As always, I'm glad I had time for this. And even if I didn't have time, I would make time happen. Hermione Granger style with my clock turner because it is worth it. Hanukkah on Rye, the last, last. This is it, guys. We've reached the final movie of the season. And it is our Hanukkah movie from Countdown to Christmas. Starring Yael Grobglass. Jeremy Jordan, and Lisa Loeb. A matchmaker connects Molly and Jacob, but their new romance is put to the test when they realize that they are competing deli owners. Will a Hanukkah miracle keep them together? So this is Gilbert's, uh-huh. huh? All dated. In a city of 18 million people, how do you find the one? I've signed you up with a very famous matchmaker in Brooklyn. No texting, no email. What's left? Writing letters? Can you imagine if people still use a matchmaker? I bet it's nice to get to know someone on a deeper level. It's a new romance with an old world twist. Aha! Uh-huh. So the matchmaker was right. Guy, this movie 
I have no notes, 10 out of 10 perfection. <laughs> But really, when we found out that Jeremy Jordan, love of Chingai's life, mm-hmm. uh, was going to be in the Hanukkah movie this year, we knew it was going to be a banger. And a banger it was. Hallmark has had, to my knowledge and counting, four Hanukkah movies thus far. Double Holiday with Palaha. Love Lights, Hanukkah with Ben Savage, Eight Gifts of Hanukkah with In- the, the Lady from Lucifer. I keep forgetting her name. She was Eve. And then Hanukkah on Rye with Jeremy Jordan. And honestly, they've all been perfect. And this does not, it does not disappoint. In fact, it delights. It delights in every scene, in every facet of it. This is truly, you've got mail but make it Hallmark, but make it Jewish, but make it fantastic. <laughs> this is the homage we have been looking for. This is why this podcast exists, because we know that Hallmark can copy a true great and make it amazing. And they did it. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan will not be disappointed in Jer Jordan Yale and Petra, Petra from Chain the Virgins. Virgin. Amazing performance. I was texting Chingai as I was watching it live because it was smart. The dialogue was fast and snappy. They got the California versus the New York. They've got the competing delis. They've got generational rivalry. The grandmas were amazing. The parents were amazing. There was a matchmaking service. There was letter writing on actual paper There was real estate in New York. There was food. There was the menorah. They had the singing, not once, not twice, but almost eight times every night. <laughs> and we sang along every single time. There was Lisa Loeb. There was a singing contest. Guys, we don't like singing. I'm shocked Jeremy Jordan didn't throw his hat in the <laughs> ring and sing, but that's okay. We've got new Hanukkah songs. I, I'm, I can't. Chingai, this movie was perfect. This movie was perfect. And I dare to say, as uh, looking back on the 40 movies we've seen, this could be my number one, but you'll have to find out in our next episode when we actually rank our favorite movies of the year, when we actually get around to editing these past two episodes. <laughs> but Shanghai, I've talked for way too long. What do you have to say about the love of your life, Jeremy Jordan? I have had so much like. At stake. <laughs> When I found out that this movie was gonna be gonna be shown, I was like, I'm scared. I'm excited. Like, I I just didn't want it to be bad because I mean, Jeremy Jordan's had a couple of Hallmark movies. Some I liked more than others, and I just wanted to like this so so bad. And you're right, it didn't disappoint. It in fact, it just it it. It blew my mind because it did everything better than I had ever hoped. I don't. I I know that they've done the you've got mail shop around the corner bit for for a couple of times. Like my one of my most favorite Hallmark movies is Bottled with Love, which is a play mm. off of that. And I I thought Bottled with Love was the like was the pinnacle of you've got maleness, but make it Hallmark. But no, Hanukkah and Rai is the new winner here because um this movie was so nuanced. Mm. Every part of it was so rich with detail. It was like whoever wrote this, directed this, Patty, I'm surprised you didn't check. I did. <laughs> But, um, oh, yeah, of course you did. Um, They, they knew what they were doing 
uh, Jeremy Jordan and Yel Grobglass, they knew what they were doing also. And I love this ensemble cast. Even the extras had something to do. Every every part of this movie was perfection. For chemistry, I think they did it well. I mean, these people are actors mm. with a capital A. <laughs> their chemistry, their banter, it was so snappy and smart. It's what you would expect from a Hanukkah movie, judging from the last ones we've seen. It's always just like fast banter. And this isn't even just between the, the leads. It's also between the leads and their families. Oh, the, the, families. the parents, the grandparents. And then they have this like sort of magical realism bit with with the matchmaker Mizanski. And when she comes on screen, she doesn't say a lot, but she has this presence where, you know, she replaces the Santa in the standard <laughs> countdown to Christmas movie. And it just it's so magical. She 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 brings so much, even if she says so Nothing. little. Yeah. <laughs> and I love um that the mailman. And the guy at the reception desk oh. slash the fiance from Project Christmas, which I love I that. I can't believe you they remember were Chabas. <laughs> they, they had a role in bringing these two people together. I love that the meet cute was in the mailbox and she was teaching him how to jiggle the key. So good. There's just so much I can so say. The, the, little, the little shots of food in between <sighs> the segments of the movie where they had the camera spinning. And of course, I mean... The actual food. Um, yeah. I, I love going to Jewish delis. I miss them so much. And this brought a bit of that back into my life. And I think, what I mean, what else? I love writing letters. Handwritten letters. Handwritten. They had pseudonyms, David and Beth. I love it. And the little touch with a penny. That was that so... fucking penny was good. amazing. He finds a penny on the ground and he talks to her about it. Right? And then and then it's attaches that. it. Yeah. And then she 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 gives back the penny to him, not knowing that he is the and, and the whole confrontation when he knew that they so were the good. ones writing letters to each other and she still didn't know. And I mean that's the one of my favorite parts in You've Got Mail. When Tom Hanks already yes. knows, but she doesn't. And he doesn't know quite how to play it, like whether he's gonna go for it, because she says she's falling in love with him mm-hmm. already but she's quote-unquote seeing someone via the letters that they're writing and getting i'm getting goosebumps here when when petra sorry when yeah. petra says that she cares about him but she's she's been writing letters with someone and the look on jeremy jordan's face you can't really uh, paint it because like he's happy but he's also confused and he, he's kind of like overwhelmed and then, and then, I didn't mention the history that comes with this, and I love the 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 tale of like the, you know sailing into Ellis Island and the tale of the grandmas. Uh-huh. Um, they actually knew each other, and that's why the latkes the latkes tastes, tastes the, the same. same. It was the same recipe. Oh my gosh! There's just so much. It's like New York versus LA, Delhi versus Delhi, old versus new. And they wrap everything up with them saying that, okay, we're soulmates. And I just love that. (laughs) (laughs) Every scene wherein Tom Hanks already revealed, also known as Jeremy Jordan, interacts with Meg Ryan, also known as Petra, was so superbly acted. Because one, I'm glad they didn't, they, they followed true to the script of he knows, but she doesn't. Because mm-hmm. it, it kept the movie 
moving along really quickly and they moved the conflicts to the trust, right? I love that when Yael is telling him that she's about to go on a date mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks slash Jar is there, like, you know, getting ready to go on that date with her. And he goes, what if he looks like me? Mm-hmm. And she goes, that wouldn't be the worst thing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, the banter. I died. I died with the banter. The, the talent. It In lesser skilled hands, this movie would have been shit. Um, <laughs> it could have been truly bad because it was so ambitious. It was so ambitious. The battle between the grandmas was so good. The fact that they both showed up to Mizanski's the day after. Mm-hmm. They both called their bubbas. Like, the fact that the, that they're so close to their grandmas and the grandmas would fight for them and went over to want to get, like, a <laughs> refund. And I love how they revealed it, that they knew that they were the grandmas of both Molly and Jacob. And how they were like, well, my latkes are better. <laughs> and then we get revealed that Actually, the younger generation, the parents mm-hmm. of Molly and Jacob were like, hey, I'm sorry, this is getting out of hand. Um, and, you know, we're cool with you guys, Mupen. We're cool. This is okay. We're all okay about heritage. I love that. I love the layers of like, this is how you do like a family conflict of like how everybody has a different point of view. Mm-hmm. Chingai said it best. How far we've come from pumpkin pie bars. <laughs> from pumpkin pie to latkes. Yeah, no, because <laughs> it's still... Hewed through it to what a Hallmark movie is of mm-hmm. everybody coming together in the end in that wonderful diner to have the showdown. We still have that crazy event. And they they brought the best of both worlds. This is truly you've got mail, but make it Hallmark because those are two beautiful things. And you can make that it's a great homage. This is an homage. I mean, no, 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 not knocking on Bottled with Love at all. We still love that movie to death, but this was so beautiful. And what a truly beautiful way to end the holiday season. Thank you to director, I did Google him, <laughs> Peter DeLuise. And if he sounds familiar, it's because he's directed a couple of When Calls the Heart series. He directed a bunch of other movies as well. None of them truly, truly standing out, except for... All summer long with Zaddy and Autumn Reeser, where she plays the captain of the ship and him the chef. Oh. Um, so I think that's his most notable one. But he did a couple of uh, Chesapeake Shores um, episodes. So he's done a bunch of episodes and he's acted a lot as well. In fact, he's more of an actor than a director. Oh my God, this was great. And thank you, Peter DeLuise, for continuing to carry the Hanukkah torch because the Hanukkah movies. Hanukkah menorah. (laughs) The menorah. And I was telling them, Hanukkah, I was telling them, Hallmark, we have four Hanukkah movies now. We need four beautiful ones more so that Mm -hmm. when we do a true Hanukkah movie marathon of eight nights of Hanukkah movies from Hallmark, it'll be great. So HXH, let's do it. HH, the eighth power. I can't wait. Let's do it. Shanghai, last thoughts on this beautiful movie. I have nothing else to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get myself a bagel with uh, lox and cream cheese and capers. capers smash capers. Smash mm-hmm. capers. Don't forget yeah. to smash those capers. <laughs> but we didn't forget when we're back forever and always for the last time in 2022. <laughs> Mary kill when we're back. we 
are back with Fuck, Mary Kill, Christmas or Hanukkah edition. <laughs> um, okay, let's start with the easy one for the week. Who are we killing? Who are you killing, Patty? Considering you've watched half, are you killing someone I know? You're definitely killing someone you know. I, I, I did only watch half the movie, so I was going to say I want to kill myself for not catching up. <laughs> I feel terrible. I, I will admit it, guys. I feel terrible, A, for not editing, and B, for not watching half the movies, but... Real life gets in the way. And if I sound terrible, it's because I just woke up. <laughs> but <laughs> I would kill Holly Robinson, Pete. Honestly, I have not seen a single movie with her where I was all in or at least not offended. And she seems to be in a lot of movies. Like, it's a lot. So either she does a turn like, uh, you know, how Tyler Hines made us love Time for X to Come Home or does a Hussar and made us you know, adore him in <laughs> Undercover Holiday. But so far, I have not seen the miracle of Christmas that the miracle of Christmas has promised us with Holly Robinson, Pete. And so HRP, take a rest, take a breather, regroup and come back with a banger, I hope. Or, I mean, not that I even have to tell you, you will be back next year. So <laughs> here's to hoping it's a lot better. I have to kill you again. I know when I saw Holiday Heritage in the lineup, I was like, okay, it's the Kwanzaa movie and it's the Holly Robinson oh, Pete movie. I'm killing Smarmy Actor from Twas the Night Before Christmas. I don't I don't know. There's just something about him, Patty. I can't wait till you actually watch this on 2X and know what I'm talking about. Let's move on to our fucks. Who are you fucking? I am fucking none other than Jeremy Jordan. I know that it was a... Uh, small slate of actors to choose from for me, but I've not been a Jeremy Jordan stan. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, very close to Jeremy Jordan stans. There's Yu Guy, there's my sister Pammy, and there's my, I think my little sister Paula likes him too, but I think no one, Pammy likes him more. I don't think I could marry him. My sisters might kill me. But also, <laughs> he seems really fun. And there were times in this movie where like, I really like him. I really think we could have a lot of fun but I don't think I could take him breaking into song every other day. So fuck <laughs> it is. Fucking let's go, Jar Jar. Let's go. I'm f moving on to the other end of the gender spectrum <laughs> this week. And I am fucking Yael Grobglas because um, she was delightful. And like you with Jeremy Jordan, I think she would be a fun fuck. <laughs> so Petra it is for this week. I mean, you may be fucking her, but I am marrying Petra. Again, oh the God. slate was small. She was gorgeous in this movie. Mm -hmm. I watched a couple of seasons of Jane the Virgin. I didn't finish it. I have yet to finish it, rather. And Yael was always such a bright light in that. In this movie, she's shown like the bright, like a diamond sparkling. She was really good. Her hair was great. Mm -hmm. I'm not usually a fan of blondes. But Petra was so good. She looked so pretty too. During that date scene where she was waiting for him to show up. And what I liked about the date scene, because compared to how and You've Got Mail, where she looks really dejected and disappointed that he didn't show up. Here she was like, fuck no. Mm -hmm. I know what I want. And how when she, I think she just really resonated with me and I don't know if I really want to marry her, if I want to be her. But I mean, if, 
marrying her is closest to being her, then <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah, let's get that Hallmark, let's get that Leslie movie going on, and uh, I will marry Yael. I thought she was just a really brave soul, and I think she'd be fluid enough to marry me, so, you know, open-minded enough. I'm not Jewish, but, you know, we can make it work. I wouldn't mind waking up to those bagels every day, although I would also wake her up sometimes <laughs> with bagels. So if this is an equal partnership. I'm not expecting mm-hmm. her to pamper me, okay? Uh, I'm an uh, equal opportunity wife here. So, Yael, let's go. Lesbian marriage, let's go. I love how far... You went into this whole marriage <laughs> scenario. <laughs> I thought about it. I really thought about marrying her. Seriously. More than I thought marrying the boys. Yeah. So I don't know, guys. Uh, Christmas 2022 is definitely a revealing for fuck, marry, kill. So Chingai, Absolutely. I mean, well, I know who you're marrying, but... <laughs> I mean, I, would, I, I am so proud to announce that my very f- last husband... <laughs> For the year is my one and only Jeremy Jordan. How could I not? I mean, if you've been listening to this for any amount of time, you will know that he is number one for me. And and so we are marrying Patty and I just attended a wedding last weekend. (laughs) And I am just like super imposing mine and Jer Jor's faces onto the couple that got married last week and I mean let's do it Jer Jor. Yes. I think he didn't sing because um maybe that's out of their budget. So I think he would sing at our wedding though. Oh he's definitely singing at your wedding. Um I mm-hmm. guess I'm bringing my date Yael given we're married now. <laughs> we could be can we be I, I want to be like a best man kind of thing. Like the way like you mm. know I wear a suit I mean, I'll probably wear a suit to my lesbian wedding, but neither here nor there. Yeah, I'm really excited for our joint uh, New York weddings because obviously mm-hmm. that's where it's happening. Guys, clearly, please check out Hanukkah on Rye. And if you have, you know, six more hours to spare, check out the four, three other Hanukkah Hallmark movies because you will not be disappointed. Double Holiday, Love Lights, Hanukkah, and Eight Gifts of Hanukkah. And with that, we're not signing off quite yet because next week, well, once I get through these two episodes I need to edit, (laughs) when we do record that next episode, which is soon, it will be our countdown of our favorite movies of the year. Remember, we watch 40, 40, 40 plus movies this year. 40 plus, yeah. And as always, we will be sharing with you our favorites of the year. So check that out and... uh, we're excited to see you then. Follow us on our socials at Make It Hallmark on Twitter and at But Make It Hallmark on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Chingai, for your patience with me. Thanks, everyone, for listening to me sound like a man. I mean, I am marrying Gail. Might as well. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next time on But Make It Hallmark. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.